Welcome to this week's episode of What's Your Real Job? I'm your host, Abby Stone. And I'm your co-host, Stephanie Sawaya. Today we're joined by writer and movement and meditation teacher, Jade Hayek. We discuss taking risks and showing up for yourself. Enjoy. Jade, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So for all of our listeners, um, Jade is a writer and a creative who also teaches movement and meditation. And Steph and I were lucky enough to actually just have a session with Jade. And I don't know about you, Steph, but I feel like a new person after that. Yeah, I feel really good regardless of um, deciding to throw up during journaling because I took my multivitamin too early. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I came back and I felt really relaxed and I thought it was really cool because I've done yoga quite a bit. Um, Obviously before COVID, I would do a lot of yoga classes and then during COVID I'd do yoga classes like on YouTube and things like that. But never have I done a class where it's included journaling. And I think that was very grounding to have um, uh, an honest kind of written intention for before we started moving. It was really nice to have it written down and then um, to keep reflecting on it throughout the movement session. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. Jade, when I was researching you and kind of getting prepared for today's interview, one of the things that stood out to me in one of your Instagram captions was the following quote, and that is, productivity and purpose aren't only valid when making a stable income. Work is work and the work that goes into creativity is just as worthy as the work that goes into a day job. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is because that is essentially what this entire podcast is about. And I feel like today's interview with you is a really great fit. So I'm really excited to have you on today. I'm excited as well. So the first question I wanted to ask you was about Um, kind of the beginning of when you started to think about what you were going to do back in high school. And I wanted to know if this is what you envisioned yourself to be doing now and kind of the steps that led you there. Yeah. um, Well, I always knew because my dad has always, um, he's ran his own businesses in hospitality. So from young, well, well, I was pretty much working with him from young. and then being to finishing high school, I kind of, I knew that I was passionate about movement. Um, I knew I was passionate about helping people and I knew that I was passionate about writing, but that kind of came later. Um, so when I finished year 12, I went off to a tennis school um, and did, I was there for a year um, studying. And then I kind of found my passion for personal training so when I left that, I went off and did a separate course, a fitness course. The first year, couple of years getting into personal training, I was working for other people and I knew that I just wasn't passionate. I knew it was my kind of my gateway of getting into the field, but I really struggle. I really struggle working for other people and I always have. Um, and in, it was kind of hard because around me it's – I was hearing that, you know, this is stable, stick to it. It's kind of secure, whereas going off and working for yourself, you have to put in that work and you don't know when that client's going to come. You don't know how consistent it's going to be. But I was one who acted on my impulses and I was way too curious to listen. So I left my my job um, 
and I started my own mobile personal training business. And I started with one client and that was, it was one for a while until, until it kind of got out that I was doing that and people had their experience. And then I just built my way up and I was just driving from area to area, driving from, Ep- I don't know if you guys are familiar, but like Epping to Broadmeadows to Reservoir to Preston and did that for about five years. I was mobile personal training. And then while, so the writing came during that time when I was going, I was kind of exploring my sexuality and I found that it was, I couldn't speak to other people. I very much internalized everything. Um, so writing was that gateway and that was where I was able to express myself. Um, and I kept that pretty, like I was doing that for two years during that time of mobile personal training and that was my outlet. And then as I progressed and found passion and really found myself in my writing, then I started to share it um, on social media. And then I guess it all just kind of fell into place. I took some time off from personal training and then I was finding myself again. And I think like that's an important thing for me is that I'm never fixed in one thing and I'm okay that I'm ever changing and constantly evolving because I am, I do like doing more than one thing at the one time um, because that's what inspires me and that's what gives me purpose. And yeah, and here I am now, like still finding my way, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay with where I'm at. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. I think that's really cool. And, um, I think that everyone kind of, yeah, like goes through a path and realizes that maybe like, I want to do this next. And I think that it can be daunting to kind of Mm -hmm. change paths. So from you going from like a very sporting kind of, um, personal training background into a creative kind of industry, I, I personally, I've done a, not done a similar thing, but I've dabbled, dabbled in both the sporting and the creative industry. And they are quite different because um, you do find that not, I can't speak for everyone, but not a lot of sporty people are both sporty and arty. You get, you yeah. know, you get a, a small bunch who are, but then um, you get a bunch that you can't really relate to on a creative level. So I think it's cool that you went off and um, you could still pursue your creativity and things like that. And I did want to ask as well, um, I've noticed, I've followed you for quite a while on Instagram and I've always loved your posts and you post a lot of like the quotes from books you read and um, things that you write yourself, which I always find very inspiring and really beautifully written. And I wanted to ask, what's your relationship like with social media? I'd noticed that some artists either kind of struggle a lot with it or they don't struggle and they find it easy to post a lot and um, are very kind of open with what they post. Like I struggle to do that just because I'm, I'm a little bit of a more like personal person and I don't know, I can't, I just cannot wrap my head around posting a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, I wanted to know like why you do it and does it help you when you do, do you do it for yourself? Like as a kind of online journal or do you do it for other people or what is it for? Um, well, when I first started, I, it was like, um, it's confronting to kind of share personal things. But as I, when I first did that, when I did start to share more personal things, it wasn't so much because the thing is when you're sharing something personal, you're kind of worried about what other people are going to think about it. And 
isn't too much for them. Um, whereas the way I kind of, what made it comfortable for me was if it reaches one person and they connect with it, then that's enough because from that one person, then they will share it to someone else. And then the, I've always loved social media and I think that it's a really great platform to reach more than one person at the one time. Like we can't, it's very hard for us to just con- to connect with 10 people in one go in a room. You can't reach, it's harder to get your message across. Um, whereas with social media, I'm kind of like generating my content and I'm treating it, I am treating it like a journal. Um, it's something that I go back and look at um, and knowing that it's there and at any time, at any moment, someone can go onto to my page and read a post. And it's always as well, I keep in mind that something that I'm going through, I'm pretty sure five other people are experiencing something similar. And in me withholding that, when I know that it can be of significance, um, I feel, I don't feel that I'm kind of, I would be doing my bit in withholding information and not telling my story because we all know that when we can relate to someone, it gives us like a sense of hope that, okay, someone else is going through something similar and they are okay and they're getting through it. So if I can share that, and it being social media, that is my main platform of doing it. And I really do love that it can be Instagram. Um, then like, I want to continue doing that. And most of my days are like, I'm creating content, I'm writing, I'm saving posts for later. And I'm always thinking like, wherever I am, how can this, like, how can this help someone or how can it inspire someone? So I, I love it. I love social media. In regards to what you were just saying about how social media can kind of be an online journal for you in a sense that does reach other people, which I think is a really healthy way to look at it, by the way. Um, I'd like to know if you can explain the kind of interrelation between, because essentially you are a writer, you know, that's what you are passionate about and that's where your passion seems to sit more so than, than anything else from what, you know, we've heard. Um, And I'd love to know based on that, and your relationship with writing, how does that interrelate with with the movement and teaching movement and meditation to other people? Well, with movement and meditation, it's kind of the same intention for me when I'm writing and when I'm teaching. And it's that I'm I'm only like I'm hoping that in my self-work and my um the importance to me in connecting to like my highest self and my truest self when I'm teaching and I'm speaking it's kind of the same thing that I'm wanting for the people that I'm doing it with so in taking those moments like to breathe and in taking those moments to journal and to express thoughts which is what I do with my writing that is what I believe helps us connect to ourselves because we're actually taking that time out and I also like when I'm when I'm sending a message, whether it be through words or through movement, it's that I want it to be about you, not about what I think and not about my thoughts. Because like the minute you, like for example, when you journal, that becomes about you. You're setting the intention, you're in control of the session because you're in control of how you want it to go. And I kind and that's the same, again, like the same intention I want for my writing um, that I want the reader or, I, or the 
or the student or whatever it is to feel that they they are in control of their lives um but it does begin with you like we can we can ask for help like you can you can do a yoga session you can do any class you can read a book but if if you are relying on someone else to give you the answers constantly then that just takes it away from you um and I just yeah the message is to bring it back to you um so that you can feel that whenever you're going through a high or a low that you're you're in control of the choices that you make so that's how I tie the two together you you seem to be and I I think it rings true you're a very like selfless soul from what I'm getting from this conversation like almost every answer that you've presented us with it's been very much about how you can bring some type of peace or happiness to someone else which is so special and I don't want to say not something you necessarily see in creatives, but a lot of creative people, you know, myself being one as an example, I'm going to use, um, I, as a writer, I I don't necessarily think about how what I'm doing might impact someone else. Like, yes, that is an afterthought for me, but in most senses when I am practicing anything creatively, it's mostly as an outlet first and foremost. And it's so interesting and fascinating and really lovely to hear somebody speaking about creative art you know whether it be writing or movement whatever it is being for the sake of other people I think that's such a yes selfless way to look at things it's really beautiful you have a really beautiful way of expressing yourself Jade it's really special um and I guess the reason I'm saying that is because I'd really like to know how writing meditation movement everything that you're doing right now that you're passionate about how that has changed your life um well to be honest that's when I think of they are my outlets and they like really helped me growing up because as I said um earlier I've I wasn't one to really express myself um, vocally, let people in. I wasn't really vulnerable. Um, I did very much perceive myself as it, it. I could only be strong and I had to be the one that would help others. Like I didn't really allow someone else to help me. So in kind of navigating life that way, I found my release through movement. That was the way that I got everything out. I just moved my body like... And I would lose myself in it, which in itself was very positive. But as well, in losing myself, it also was negative because it was kind of an unhealthy relationship. It was it was my way of coming back to myself and letting go, but also I would get lost in it. And I think in terms of like any art form, we can lose ourselves in what we're doing. And the same with my writing as well. It's that because I wasn't speaking, my journal was my way of it was the person I was speaking to essentially. So until now, especially like until now, when I, f- whatever I'm feeling, I always think, okay, I, like I need to move my body. Like that's where I feel most centered and most myself. And with writing as well, first thing in, in the morning, I'm, I'm writing and it gives me a sense of purpose. And I feel very much fulfilled when I have those things in my life um, because they are my practices and it's how I feel most connected. That's really cool. I love that. And I wanted to ask, um, before we started recording, we did speak about our Lebanese backgrounds and coming from, um, that culture, you can disagree with me, but personally my Lebanese family, they're very, very loud. And, you know, like they, 
they just, they'll say what they're feeling like right in front of you and in a quite like abrupt and obnoxious way. Um, and you seem, you know, quite different to that. And, you know, you're not always a production of just the people around you, but coming from such a strong culture, I wanted to know firstly, if your family is like that and what they think of what you're doing, because it is quite a quiet, um, approach to a job so yeah I just wanted to ask that question um well growing up because my parents are divorced so at home it was just my mum and my sister Celeste and I and we are very much similar like we where we are quiet and we like we like silence and we like doing our own thing um we and we all very much have like strong personalities whereas the family there are elements where it's louder and then there are elements where it's quieter and like I completely relate to that but with in regards to like my choices my family are very supportive but because of my like when I think something I only think that and I need to do it like and it doesn't it might not even be right and it's probably like sometimes that I have acted impulsively when I could have maybe stepped back and thought okay maybe I'll take my time before making that decision so in regards to like my choices they've they've kind of learned, they've learned to adapt to my choices. Um, and it hasn't always been that way because again, like I'm really taking, I've taken that risk where I'm so driven by creativity and like, I'm sure you guys understand you might have like a a month where it's doing really well and then it might come back down and like, it's not as, you're not feeling as successful. Um, and the thing is, I think they kind of struggle more with the stability of it because working a nine to five job, like as you guys, you read in that post as well, it is more stable and it's more kind of accepted by society that that's just the way we should be doing things. You know, you like if you want to buy a house, if you want to do this, whatever it is, whereas it's important to me to do things that light me up. Like I don't want to feel drained at the end of the day. I want to feel like I've done my job and I can go off and do what I want to do. I don't want to feel that a job sucked the life out of me and that I don't have time to do what I want to do. So there are elements where like they've disagreed with me and it's really, it is hard because as much as we don't want our family's approval at the same time, we do want their approval because we all want to feel that we're seen, we're heard, but in me showing up for myself and in choosing what like I feel is my purpose over time, you don't have to explain that anymore to the people around you. It's just like, this is what I'm doing. I understand you're not okay with it, but I'm okay with it. And this is what lights me up and I'm going to keep doing it. And then acceptance just follows from there because we're consistent with it. And that's what I've learned. I've learned inconsistency. People stop asking you questions. They just accept you. It's like, well, She's doing what makes her happy and how can I take that away from her? Oh, Jade, I feel like you are preaching to the choir, seriously. I wanted, <laughs> to ask, I wanted to ask about something that you just mentioned and that was whether or not, you know, when you're, when you're working on art, you have your moments where you feel productive and then you have your moments where that productivity plummets. But you used a word that piqued my interest and that was successful and something that I like to ask a lot of people especially creative people is what their relationship with success is like and what you necessarily you know I mean it can change every day but what today in this moment do you deem to be success for me success is I think more than anything like right now it's me living out like my purpose 
and that can look different every day because it's it kind of ties in with like where I'm at and like how I'm if I'm feeling inspired more more than other days um and I think it's success is when I show up for myself and like my vision and like I clear those limiting beliefs and stories that they're there like doubt lives there and the stories are always there because it's around me like how can I, I I'd be lying if I said that I didn't have days where I was doubting like am I am I doing the right thing but when I still show up even though there's that doubt there and I continue doing like I continue sharing I continue writing I continue teaching that to me is success because I'm still I'm still here and as long as I'm doing that then everything else I trust will fall into place I love that. I guess, I guess that goes back to what you just said as well about consistency. And as long as you're doing something little, at least every day to stay consistent and keep yourself accountable for your goals and your dreams and and your passion, I guess that's all that it's about. That's what it is for me anyway. And for anyone that might be listening, you know, everyone has a different understanding of success and what any of that might be into some people, you know, it's a big gold mansion and to some people it's just waking up and feeling good about yourself. So I love, I really love getting people's perspectives on that because it changes, you know, the more people you, that you speak to about their relationships with success, it does, it does change your idea of it. So thanks for sharing that with us. Another question that I have written down here that I am really interested in knowing is I'd love to know what the biggest challenge so far has been for you throughout your career so far. I think like one of the biggest is what I've already spoken about and it being the voices of those around me Um, because like it's one thing to believe in myself and I'm very much, I do believe in myself and even though I doubt, as I said before, there's doubt, I still like I'm too, it's too much my purpose to just like leave it behind. But, But I think the challenges have been, not because f- sometimes when it comes to creativity um I don't like I can there's like an element of not being taken seriously like it's not a serious job um and that's really hard because I know like the work that I'm putting into it and to not feel taken seriously it does it can make it hard so, like it can make it I like qu- I question myself again like I question am I doing the right thing? Should I just get a job? Should I just do like what I, what everyone else is saying to do? Um, so that's a a massive challenge. And I'd say that there's challenge, there's challenges in taking risks because you don't know like what's on the other side and in taking a risk we, and like I'm trying to think, yeah, taking risks are challenging, but it's, it's a good challenge because it forces me to step outside my comfort zone and it forces me to pretty much, cause like I'm doing the work and I don't know what's lays on the other side. Like I don't know from what the outcome's going to be. So there's that risk in trusting that everything's going to fall into place. And even now where I'm at, like I've been, I've finished writing a book and I'm sending it off to some publishers. And in that lies again, like that sense of, I don't know how it's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I've just done all this work. And I'm attached, there's kind of an attachment to, like, I hope my book will get published, but then there's like, well, it, even if it doesn't, I can, I prove to myself that I did it. I wrote a book. And in, in those, there's, there's heaps of challenges because that's enough for me to decide 
Like it's easier to say, oh, I don't know what's going to happen, so maybe I shouldn't do it. And I'm challenging that by saying, well, I'm going to do it anyway, and whatever happens from it, like I'll find out later. But, yeah, I'd say they're the main challenges that I've faced and I'm continuing to face as well now. And it's that element, again, of just trusting myself and just showing up anyway. It's been such a pleasure chatting to you and listening to these points of view because I think that's something that as creative people and as artists, you know, we try to not be as honest with ourselves about those points because they are daunting and scary. So I love I love doing this podcast and chatting to people who are open and honest about the way they feel about those risks. Thank you so much for sharing that with us and all of our listeners. I think a lot of people are going to get a lot from that. So I think it's time to wrap things up because Zoom is putting a timer on us once again because I'm too cheap to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> but Jade, yeah, it's a four, yeah, 40 minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah. thank you so so much Steffi is there anything else you'd like to add to today's interview I honestly that went so fast I yeah. feel like that was one of the fastest interviews we've ever done and I think it was because the information you gave us I was just like absorbing it all and you said such good things and such inspiring things so I really hope that people do get a lot out of it and even if no one listens to it I'm so glad that I got to talk <laughs> to you and listen to you <laughs> so it was really nice and it's nice as well what you said about social media changed the way I kind of feel and think about it as well it was nice because social media connected us so you know I, I would never have done this and we kind of maybe would never have spoken on such a personal level if we didn't kind of connect through Instagram and I didn't see your things on Instagram so you've very, really changed my perspective on that and that's been really good but yes thank you for talking to us thank you for doing the class with us this morning I'm sorry I vomited midway through <laughs> um, but I'm really excited um, to see what else you do and I'm super excited to hear the outcome of your book thank you thanks for having me as well i really appreciate it thanks guys we'll be back next week as normal if you guys have any questions inquiries or comments feel free to email us all of jade's information will be in our show notes as well make sure you guys follow her on her social media you'll be nothing but enlightened thank you once again jade have a great day everybody bye thanks